Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Aussie. You made it to Friday, the 1st of July. We have just ticked over the halfway point of 2022. Let that sink in on your Friday morning. How crazy has that been? A big year for the news and a big year for the Daily Oz, and it's not going to slow down today. Today's deep dive is going to be about pill testing. There's been a lot of news from the nation's capital. We'll take you through all of that later in the episode. First, Billy, take me through the headlines of the day. Close to 20,000 teachers from both public and Catholic schools went on strike in New South Wales yesterday in what was the third industrial action taken by teachers in seven months. The strikes were in response to the 3% pay rise that was included for teachers in last week's New South Wales budget, which is below the current rate of inflation. New South Wales Education Minister Sarah Mitchell said she was disappointed with the strikes, saying the 3% pay increase was the most generous of anywhere in the country. Meanwhile, a Chinese state-owned news outlet has hit out at Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's recent warning to China about a potential invasion of Taiwan. An editorial written by the China Daily accused the Australian government of failing to reciprocate the goodwill displayed by Beijing since Albanese took office, saying it's, quote, displayed no signs of changing the course set by the previous coalition government. The Russian government has failed to pay its foreign debts for the first time since 1918. Russia says it has the money to pay but cannot do so because of sanctions that have been imposed by Western nations, with government spokesperson Dmitry Peskov calling the default unjustified. And today's good news, I was pumped about this news yesterday. Sydney will host the South by Southwest Festival in October of 2023, after the Culture Festival kicks off in its traditional home of Austin, Texas in March next year. The Sydney South by Southwest will focus on the creative industries of the Asia-Pacific region, with New South Wales Tourism Minister Stuart Ayres predicting the festival will bring in $150 million in visitor expenditure in the first five years. Now, Billy, there was a little bit of kind of what's South by Southwest vibes online yesterday. As an ideas nerd and as a culture nerd, this is a really big deal. So Sam, pill testing is back in the headlines and it's been a big issue that young people in particular have cared a lot about in recent years. Sam, let's start by discussing why we're actually talking about pill testing today. So what's happened that's put this issue back into the national attention? Close your eyes and picture you're in the nation's capital because that's where Australia's first ever fixed pill testing centre will be opening this month. And when I say fixed, I mean that the centre is not going to be set up for a specific event like a music festival, but it's going to operate on a weekly basis for at least the next six months. It's going to be a drop-in service that will run on Thursdays and Fridays every week and we'll have a nurse on hand to provide general health advice to visitors who come into the facility. And so the issue of pill testing has obviously been a pretty divisive one. And so I imagine for something like this to happen, it needs the support of the government. Does it have the ACT government support in doing this? Well, the ACT government has taken the view that pill testing can limit the dangers of drug use and in turn, it can save lives. The ACT government has called pill testing part of what they say is a sensible approach to addressing illicit drug use and also gives health professionals an intercepting opportunity to speak to potential drug users about ways to reduce potential harm and discuss the toxicity of certain drugs. And so when we've seen this come up in the news before, other state governments haven't really taken this approach. So it seems like quite a different perspective to what we've seen in the past. What have other approaches away from pill testing looked like, Sam? 
I remember there was a bit of a discussion about pill testing in New South Wales about three years ago when then-Premier Gladys Berejiklian refused to go ahead with any sort of pill testing at music festivals. Now, this was on the back of formal inquests into drug deaths at music festivals that was handed down that year, which actually recommended trialling pill testing and also to stop the use of sniffer dogs and limiting strip searches at music festivals. Now, despite the recommendations of this inquest, Berejiklian was quite firm to her her beliefs, saying this about the issue in October of 2019. What will stop young kids from dying over the summer is for them to stop taking the pills. There is no safe way to take pills. Berejiklian said that instead of trialling pill testing centres, she would provide special amnesty bins at festivals instead. What's an amnesty bin? It's a bin that would allow festival goers to get rid of any illicit substances without being prosecuted or penalised. She said this would give young people a place to discard their drugs that they didn't want to use and would reduce the intimidation factor of police at festivals. You have to remember that for a lot of young people, seeing the police at festivals, especially with sniffer dogs or conducting strip searches, had been panicking some people into taking the entirety of their drugs all at once. Now, this raises the danger of an adverse reaction and a potential overdose. And how successful have the amnesty bins been since they were introduced? So we had the discussion about amnesty bins and then we had a little visit from a friend called COVID-19 in March of 2020. So it's actually a really tricky question to answer. So these amnesty bins came in at 2019 and then music festivals were almost immediately shut down. But now with live events starting to return, we're getting a little bit more of a sample size into how effective these bins could be. But there's one other issue with these bins that's being discussed, and that's what to do with the drugs that's put in them. At the moment, the substances in the bins are being destroyed rather than being used for data collection. Now, you've got to remember that these amnesty bins offer an opportunity for experts to get a better idea of the current drug market, and this could then inform their strategies to educate drug users and limit the chance of serious drug harm or death. But when you destroy the drugs, this does waste an opportunity to learn more about the drugs that young people were taking into festivals. Right, so that's another harm minimisation approach. But what sort of evidence has the ACT government gathered to support installing a pill testing clinic instead of introducing amnesty bins? In the kind of decade that we've been having this conversation nationally, it's pretty safe to say that the ACT has been at the forefront of pill testing so far, and it's drawn on the findings from previous trials conducted in the Territory to start this pilot program. One of the big services was conducted at the Canberra Groove in the Moo Festival in 2019, a very popular festival for young Australians, and that followed the first ever Australian pill testing trial at the same event the prior year. The Australian National University, also based in Canberra, published a final report on the 2019 trial, which supported further pill testing across Australia. Within this report, there are a few really interesting findings, and they paint a picture of a pill testing model with the potential to save lives, as the ACT intends for this new centre to be used. What did we learn? We learned that every participant in the trial who had a very dangerous substance detected disposed of that drug, while those who were told the drug wasn't what they thought it was were less likely to take the substance. It's also worth noting that most of the festival goers who had their drug confirmed as what they expected it to be still took the drug, but said they used harm reduction knowledge to reduce the risks of an adverse effect. 
Sam, it's pretty clear that the ACT government is trying to forge a new path in this drug harm minimization path. I think it's also worth noting that last month the ACT government endorsed a proposed law that would actually decriminalise small amounts of commonly used illicit drugs such as cocaine and heroin. So they're definitely trying something new that no other jurisdiction in Australia is doing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Daily Oz. Please give us a follow if you can and leave us a review if you're on Apple. It really helps the Daily Oz grow. We will see you on Monday.